Hey there, and welcome to the Build Your Good Life Show. My name is Pablo Willis. This show is all about how to build yourself a life of happiness, a life of wealth, and a life of impact. I'm here with my co-host and compadre, Maddie. Call it like it is May. How's it going, guys? Um, together, we run a couple of real businesses in the construction and real estate development space. And because of the money and time that those create, you will never hear ads on the show. But that doesn't mean the podcast is free. Our simple price is this. If you feel like you got value from listening to one of our episodes, please recommend it to a friend so they can start the journey towards living their good life. And together we can all work towards having a lasting impact on the world around us, which should really be the ultimate goal. Now today is all about going about understanding mindset. And not just mindset, but also the road to changing yours from a scarcity mindset to an abundance mindset. And Maddie, I'd say the number one thing in our life that's happened between us accomplishing things and not accomplishing them has been mindset. What's your thoughts? Well, 100% mindset is everything. It's uh, mindset is a fundamental core of, you know, who you are as a person and what, uh, yeah, what you can achieve. What you can achieve. Exactly. And I think, man, what a great example this week. And first of all, you know, a lot of sadness around Kobe passing away, but one thing, I mean, that was super tragic, but one thing I, I really noticed as I watched all the outpouring on social media of what people had to say was was people weren't remembering his championships or his crossover or any of that. They were remembering that Mamba mentality, man, that we all know. Totally, and what he gave back to the community and, and to others as well, uh, training other players, helping them out. Yeah. It was all part of his mentality, yeah. Yeah, and it was like what made Kobe great was what was between his years. And, you know, I think that's just just so amazing. And that mentality that he had affected so many people in such a positive, positive manner. Um, so, so, I mean, this, this stuff is real. And, you know, before we jump into the, the kind of nuts and bolts of, you know, how to get yourself out of one mentality into the other and then the formats that's worked for us. I just want to talk about the two mentalities first. Um, and it's funny, I get real emotions talking about them, but you know, the first one is a fear-based or scarcity mindset. Um, and I think when you're born, this is naturally where you are. And I think this is where most people in the world actually live. Eh, Matt, in your experience, is that fair? Yeah, totally. I think, uh, yeah, that's that's one of the uh, the biggest detractors in in the way um, people think and and people perform yeah. and fear leads to inaction. Yeah, and I think you know if if you're here, it's easy. You you know people with scarcity mindsets think life is hard. They think that money can't be had. They think you know to make decisions, everything needs to be perfect and figured out. Um, and fear also leads to making excuses. Oh man, excuses are, are I don't the know worst. enough. <laughs> yeah. Um exactly, and reasons why you can't do things, right? It's 100%. like, oh yeah, if I did that, this could happen and then, you know, I'm not there or that could do this and and the excuses um just, you know, I think we were mentioned before when we were talking that 
you know, these, this negative loop compounds, you know, as you think about those things, things just get worse and worse and worse. And you take less and less and less action. You make heart longer and longer times to make decisions. And it just, man, totally. this thing just implodes what you can do as you do this. And, um, you know, people like this typically take forever to make decisions, desperately protect that little, the little amount that they have because of their fear of losing it. I mean, I love that story with, uh, with good old Grant Cardone, where he says, you know, never listen to a millionaire. You know, you're like, what? Never listen to a millionaire? He says, yeah, the, their biggest problem is that they've accumulated en- enough to be comfortable, and all they are now is scared of losing that little fucking bit that they've made. And he said, forget them. Listen to how the billionaires operate, um, because that's the true way to, to an abundance mindset. And, you know, it's like Elon Musk, right, dude? I mean, that guy fucking exploded had paypal that's enough money for 12 generations of 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 his family to live on he's really willing to risk it put all. it on the line yeah. he put it all on the line to change these new companies and then now you look at what he's doing with spacex and with tesla i mean that guy has more balls than most of us will ever have and he has a true abundance mindset of like you know Let's go to Mars. To him, there's no problems. It's just how we get there. You know, there's enough money to get there. I'm not worried about any of that. Let's just get there. That's all he cares about. And he's willing to put his money where his mouth is to make that happen. So Yeah, yeah. Um, well, you know, you're either going forward or you're going backwards. I don't think there's any... Stagnation. Any, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's very true. It's very true. You know, and, and when you look at it, man, scarcity in your life, all that does equal problems and inaction and slow growth and an average life. And worst of all, regret. And Matt, you got a great point about regret that I life. Yeah, I was just going to say uh, living a life of regret is, is probably the biggest sin that anybody could ever have. Yeah, you, you literally left the earth not as, not as great as it could have just because you didn't do what you needed to do. And what a, what a horrible way to be lying on your deathbed and thinking about. Totally. You only get, uh, you only get one shot at this life, so... Yeah, so don't, this is this is the thing that scares the shit out of me, man. Getting to the end of my life and regretting not taking more action. It's not because I went, if I went bankrupt or any of those things happened, it would be like, if I didn't do that, man, I would hate myself at the end of my life. So I, I love 100%. that idea of regret being the biggest sin. Um, now, I mean, even just talking about this stuff kind of gets you depressed, but, but, you know, that's why I love the abundance mindset, which is the exact opposite of this. You know, people with abundance mindsets know the only thing holding them back is themselves. Nothing else, just themselves. There's no excuses, excuses. There's no perfection, just action they need to take to win. And abundance-minded people know the only problem kind of in front of them is providing enough value to others that they can't be ignored. And what it's such a not selfish way to live. Do you know what I mean? Where it's like, you know, Steve Jobs, he's just so abundance-minded and he just wanted to provide a phone that was so compelling that you had to have it. And he fucking changed technology doing that stuff, man. Yeah. In serving others. He wasn't serving himself, man. He fucking worked his ass off. He wasn't serving, he wasn't going and sitting on beaches, man. But like, look what he created. True abundance mindset there. You know, he... Totally. Um... And let's talk a little bit about how abundance mindset people can be a little scary. You know, they're they're relentless drivers, they're unreasonable executors, and 
people that truly live great lives and you hear about them in movies, you know, think of Braveheart. Um, you know, the guy's just unreasonable. He's just like, there's, it's not a problem. It's just how we're going to beat that problem, you know? And, and prime example, uh, you know, somebody that has an abundance mindset would be David Goggins. Totally. And just so you guys, if you don't know, he's a, he's a, he's a guy that used to be an, an, an ex Navy SEAL trainer. And, um, there's a great, great story by Jesse Eisler, who is a, who's married to, um, the, the Spank, the lady that started Spanx. And he's an awesome guy. Follow him on social media, but he actually got David Goggins to come live with him. And they go on a run one day and he's so scared because David Goggins literally does crazy scary shit and they go for this run and at the end of the run it's in the middle of winter they go for this run at the end of the run david goggins looks at him and says go get in the fucking lake jesse's like what he's like the house is right there he's like no go get in the fucking lake and they get naked jump in a fucking freezing cold lake at the end of their hard run and it's like they are gonna push harder than anybody around them and it's just they're crazy people to be around that's crazy yeah and they're exciting people to be around too, man. They're, I mean, there's, these kind of people are exploding, doing shit you would never imagine. They're basically living their life with reckless abandon. Which is awesome, you know, and that's why you admire them. Like, Braveheart's the same way. You know what? Finding Nemo's the fucking same way. The guy goes and, the little fish goes goes to Australia with reckless abandon because he knows he has to live his life without that regret. You know, without, so. 100%. Dude, it's, it's exciting and it's exciting to be somebody like that. Um. And, you know, what I love about the abundance mindset the most is that they know within themselves. It's not what people tell them. They know within themselves that they did everything they could to get where they wanted in life. And they can truly look back and say, you know, I don't have any regrets of my life. They've forgiven themselves and they've pushed and they've created a true good life for themselves and for others. And it's just, you know, which way do you want to live your life? Do you want to end up with regret or do you want to end up with no excuses and abundance that surrounds you, man? And it's just like, man, it's a, it's a big question. Can't be ignored. So, you know, let's, you know, on, on that note, let's just jump into how kind of we've dealt with our struggle, eh, Maddie? Because this is something we've had to learn probably the, the slow, shitty way, <laughs> as typically yeah, yeah. how we learn things. But <laughs> Totally. Um, and, we, and we broke it down into, into kind of four four big things but the first one is is kind of learning how to take control of our brains and i think that was kind of one we kind of stumbled and struggled with and still have to overcome all the time but you know for all you guys out there the the number one thing was having a self-awareness that your brain is trying to control you you know that that you know that monkey brain that's trying to keep you safe all the time the little voice inside your head the little voice inside your head and and you know, or, and it, it works in a couple of ways. You know, your monkey brain tries to protect you. And I, you know, I, I go for a run all the time and, you know, I have this little hill at the bottom of my, of my, I'm on my street, it goes down and then I take a left and I start running up this little hill. It's like 200 meters from my house. And every time I get to that little hill, the little monkey brain says, man, you don't have to do this. Just walk home. You don't need this anymore. And every time I have to say, Go fuck yourself, and I got to keep going. And it does that at all the time, at every stage during that run. Well, let me ask you this. Um, just overcoming that voice inside your head, what is that, you know, what do you get out of that on the back end? Yeah, it's, and it's a, great, it's a great question because I think what happens is you, you gain confidence 
that you're in control. That when your brain says that, you know enough and have enough willpower to push through it. And I think the other thing too is that if you can control your brain in the little decisions, when it comes to the really big ones, you've built up that habit and now you can control that little scared, fear, like mindset there. You can control it in the big things in your life. It all starts with the little things in your life. Do you know what I mean? And and I think that's, that's, awesome. that's one part. And the emotional brain's the other, man. Getting angry. You know, if you're letting your anger kind of overcome you. Yeah, and just uh, something I want to mention about your emotional brain is is if something something happens and, and you get emotional about it, just writing it down and taking stock of why, why you're getting emotional about it in the first place. I think that's the, you know, one of the fundamental, uh, you know, first steps to uh, getting some knowledge of self and and you're basically taking stock of uh, the way that you think and, you know. Yeah. And with that, you know, what what was that guy's name um, with the breathing technique when you're getting mad? Do you remember that guy? Yeah, I read a book uh, by Hal Elrod. And um, in that book, he basically, he talks about how he deals with uh, getting emotional. And um, basically the point is, the point of what he he says is, uh, any situation that you get up that happens to you that that you get upset about, uh, just you know taking stock and 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 um, he takes a minute or something to step back, right? Yeah, he takes takes uh, sixty yeah about a minute. Uh, takes takes stock of uh, what's going on and and doesn't he doesn't he? I'm uh, sorry to interrupt, Maddie, but doesn't he? Doesn't he start, he takes a minute and he breathes. He just yeah, breathes. Yeah, he focuses on, on his breathing and, and he, he, and basically any, anything that happens that you can't control, like after that 60 seconds, you come back to it. And if, if, there's, if it's out of your control, really, there's no reason why you should be upset. And the then you can day. stop that, that negative voice from making you want to flip out. It's out of your control. And, and just breathe through it. And just accepting that. And just accepting that. Yeah, it's, and it's powerful. It's powerful to be able to do that and start to control that emotional brain and not go on that ride that it wants to take you. And everybody here has been angry before or you know, has been sad before or you know, making excuses before. And it's important to control that, that, emotional, that emotional brain that's having there and understand what it takes. Um, and, and guys... You know, as as you learn that you have to get the self-awareness to take control of your brain, the next thing that you realize is that you want to make sure that the information you're feeding your brain isn't helping it beat you. And I think that really comes down to controlling the inputs. And everything in your life is either a negative input or a positive input. And um, I'll, I'll be honest, I don't really watch much of the news. If anything, I get it through the financial post because I find it way less... Um, emotional but the news is one of the biggest pieces of negative information right well, totally now. every every news outlet wants to be the most provocative to, to gain the most attention so uh and and the majority of of that is is uh it breeds negativity and, and fear right? yeah i mean dude if, if you just watch the news every night you'd think the world was ending you know it's it's just a terrible thing and you know there's a great and we'll talk about it in a bit, but the, the, the thing is like negative, negative people, negative people are, are horrible. If you're working so hard on yourself to be positive and then you surround yourself 
with negative people who are trying to bring you down, not only do you have to battle your own mind, you also have to battle that person. And that is exhausting and you're going to lose that war because they're going to just grind you down over time. 100%. And, and you need to protect yourself from that shit. For sure. Uh, and uh, yeah, I, I know somebody that's going through uh, a situation right now with, with their boss. That's another um, section of this is that, you know, the boss is, is, is very demanding and, and negative and uh, it's just, it's not a great place to work. And that person obviously is, you know, has a bad, bad mentality regarding going into that working environment on a daily basis. And I think not only would that be a tough place to work if you go to a negative working environment all the time, but that negative working environment starts to seep into maybe the positive home environment that you have or the whatever the positive workout environment because it makes it tough because now you have to switch from negative to positive as opposed to just being positive your whole day. And, and you're and also thinking about going into the next day and going back into that environment, right? Yes. And you just grind yourself down mentally. It's like a cancer. Yeah. And how are you going to explode into where you need to be surrounded by that negativity? So so you got to be really, really careful about this and really start to take stock of your life and understand where that negative stuff is coming in. And you got to protect yourself if if you're going to be positive. And let's talk about the other side because there's one thing in controlling the negativity, but also increasing the positivity in your life. And, and I think, you know, one of the mainstays for us was books written by very successful, abundance-minded people. I mean, that gives me, and I know, Matt, you've read lots of books as well, but it just gives you that push of like anything is possible all the time as you're reading that stuff. 100%. Um, and I've, we, like, I know I find it extremely helpful and it, it makes the world feel like it's a totally conquerable place reading the stories of other people that have done that. Um, totally. Yeah. Totally. And, and I think books is a great one. Being around other positive, abundance-minded set of people that are encouraging you and holding you accountable, that just helps you. It reinforces all the good things in your life. And if you're not like that, you're you're going to get crushed. You know, you're going to get crushed. Whereas if you have people like that, they're going to be building you up. And what a difference, man, being surrounded by that. It's just, it's just life-changing. And anybody who's been in a really negative relationship before knows that how hard that is where one person's negative all the time and trying to be positive in that is almost impossible it almost can't yes. be done yes you know um one thing that uh that has really helped me out over the past year um in terms of mentality is is uh i don't know if you guys have heard of darren hardy but he he puts he's he his business surrounds uh success and and um he puts out um daily videos uh, every day during the week. And uh, it's basically everything surrounding success, positivity, mindset. Um, that's been great. And I also also get um, uh, daily positive email quotes. Uh, just They just appear in my email inbox every day. Uh, something I signed up for. I just felt like that was a great, like mornings are critical, obviously. And, and uh, just to start your morning off, yeah, how are you uh, gonna how are you gonna treat the whole day? Starts in the exactly, morning. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, that stuff's great. It's like you open your email and you're not looking at the negative email. You're looking at a positive quote and an inspirational video. You know, I think that's such a great hack that you put in there, Matt, where it's, you know, 
I get that every day as opposed to some negative email about something happening in your life. You're not looking at that. You're looking at positive things first and just putting yourself in that right spot. Totally. Yeah, it's huge. And there's, I mean, there's so many hacks out there for this. I mean, I also think working out, I mean, I play basketball and and run and, and do a whole bunch of things and, you know, Matt works out, but you know, when you do the working out, it just floods your body with dopamine. You feel great afterwards. And it just puts you in a place of like, yes, I did that. I conquered working out. My body feels good right now. And it's just like, you, you just radiate that positivity coming out of there. Well, your, your voice, your little voice inside your head is telling you not to do it and is trying to give you excuses of why you shouldn't do it. But if you're able to uh, overcome that and, and get it done and, and set up, get done what you set out to do, you feel great on the back end of that. You feel so great. And yeah. I think you radiate that out to other people, man. It's, and it's awesome. So, so make sure to start to control the information your brain is getting. Start to cut out negativity and start to build up positivity. And it's going to make a big change in how you see the world and how you operate. And as you start to control this information, it leads to the kind of third thing that was big for us, which was recognizing negative brain patterns and stopping them. And this one is easy to say, very difficult to do. Um, to do no. Yeah, it's, it's hard. Um, and I think it takes a lot of self-awareness to recognize who you are. And we're all, we're all different. But, you know, when you start to see yourself going down a negative path, this is getting a habit built to recognize that very fast. Oh, I'm getting mad or I'm getting angry, or I'm getting selfish, or I'm getting like self-centered. And you start to see that happen and you cut it off right at the tilt. And instead you switch your mind over into positivity and gratefulness and forgiveness. And you take it there and you go back on that positive loop. And, and I, w- I would say the first step of, of, of being able to recognize negative thought patterns is taking stock of when something, and I mentioned this earlier, taking stock of when uh, you're, you get emotional about something and understanding what caused you to be emotional, and then looking back and reflecting on that at a later point in time, that's, that's, you know, that's where it all starts. That's how you start gaining some knowledge of self. Yeah, and that's, that's what self-awareness is. And guys, also, you know, it's important to recognize that this is a real battle that doesn't go away. This is not a, this is not something you, oh, I beat it last week, so it'll never happen again. Your brain is fighting you on this stuff. And it's easy to make excuses on, you know, oh, that's just the way that I am or. Totally. Yeah. I mean, Maddie, tell the story about the, you know, after Christmas, just coming back from Christmas, man. That's a real example, you know? Yeah. So for me, uh, this is something that I've struggled with periodically. It it comes and goes, but uh, I would say mainly it's it's just surrounding um you know my perception of of where where i should i think i should be in life uh and business and just you know not thinking i've achieved enough and and that's obviously led to me you know being unhappy and it snowballs into you know being in a negative mindset and then finding other things to be negative about and it just breeds this you know vicious cycle of wallowing and self-pity and and um it's very hard it's easy to get you know sucked into that cycle very hard to get yourself out of it but then uh the way to get out of that that uh mentality is by it's a selfish mentality first of all uh because you're just focused on yourself and your own problems but the way to get out of that is by 
helping somebody else and thinking about somebody else. Yeah, concentrating on how to help other people because you can't help other people when you're, you know, having when you have self-pity problems you're not gonna be helping other people so makes it impossible yeah yeah so you just concentrate on helping other people and just totally forget about yourself it's a great way to to snap that and and guys this is something that that takes time and and you know we were talking about all those positive things before if you don't surround yourself with those positive things a lot of times you won't even recognize that this is happening you know you know, maybe you do your gratefulness the one day and you like realize you're wallowing self-pity and you stop doing your gratefulness and stop working out. And then you're like, oh my God, I haven't done gratefulness in three days. I feel like shit. I haven't been working out. It's like, wow, that was creeping up on me. You know, that self-pity was creeping up on me back to the, the positive habits. You know what I mean? And, and I think that really takes us into the, into the last point here, which is, you know, to do this effectively, you're going to have to build up positive habits to reinforce your control over your brain. And, you know, the first one, like Maddie said, helping others. Always concentrate on building value and helping others. You know, other ones that have helped us are things like being grateful. And grateful is, is changed my life. Grateful, being grateful changed my life. Um, and the funny thing is, just to talk about grateful, uh, the thing is, like, in the beginning, it sometimes it's hard to be grateful or find things to be grateful about, and you, you may feel like you're faking it. But at, over time because of the way you've, you've changed the way that you're thinking, uh, all of a sudden you have things to be grateful about. It's right? crazy. Yeah. I remember the first times I was de- be writing, being grateful. It was, you know, I was, I was writing them down and it feel forced. I would be looking around the room. What am I grateful for? I'm not fucking grateful for any of this. Cause you know what? I wasn't. And then, you know, all of a sudden, then it starts to be easier and easier and easier to be grateful. And the reason is, is because you are grateful. Just like working out. At the beginning, it's so hard to run a kilometer. Totally. And then when you start working out, now you're running 5K and you feel great afterwards. It's because you worked it out and you need to work out being grateful. Um, other positive habits that can re- reinforce your goals is, you know, have clear goals of the positive places you're going. And then visualize where those are. You know, if you think about your future and if you're looking out there and just saying, oh, the world's economy is going to blow up, the world's going to end, da, 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 negativity, negativity, you're never going anywhere. But if you imagine yourself, you know, flying in that jet or living in that house in Bali that you always dreamed of and you imagine all the people you've helped to get there and the family that you have and you're like, wow, the world is so abundant. All of a sudden, your whole body is just flooded with positivity as you go through it and and you know that that abundance exists totally and um just just one thing uh you know nobody's perfect uh but if the important thing is that you know you start to build on these habits and it takes time and then you know the biggest thing i would say is consistency and over time with with consistency you can start to change your mindset and, and the way that you think and hundred percent. And I think, I think that like, look, this is a, this is a process. Like, you know, I'll, I'll tell a recent story, you know, um, Jan first, I started 75 hard before that I, you know, go have beers with the guys and I love having beer and a laugh and, but I'd still sometimes party pretty hard. Um, and 75 hard has been interesting cause it's like, you know, part of it is just not drinking. And one of the funny things that happened is like, you know, I'm just never hung over ever anymore. And, you know, having a laugh and having some drinks with the guys, it like, it'll put you in a place where, you know, it's fun for that moment. But then Sunday, you're going to be hung over. And then you're going to feel like shit going into the week. 
And you're going to get in that negative mindset and then you start Monday negative and you grind out the whole week in this negative mindset. By the time you get to the next Saturday, all you want to do is get on the beers and forget about what happened last week. But instead, if you yeah. just don't drink, you plan out Sunday, you're excited about your week, you smash out your fucking week and you feel great about it because you're starting the whole thing in a positive mindset. And it's powerful stuff to take you where you need to go. And you need to have some self-awareness on this stuff. Man. Totally. Um, but you know, these are recent things that happened to us. We didn't do this in one day. And I think it's really important for all you guys out there that you need to understand that, that this is a process. You know, it takes time and discipline, consistency, knowledge. It takes failure to acquire, but you need to make a decision. Do you want to live your life with regret and fear? Or do you want to explode out of your own expectations into the abundance that surrounds all of us in this life? And that's a decision you should take very seriously. And it's a decision we take very seriously around here. Um, and guys, that's it for today. And as always, if you feel like you got value from listening to one of our episodes, please recommend it to a friend so that they can start the journey towards living their good life. And together, we can all work towards having a positive, lasting impact on the world around us. So... Take control of your brain. Control the information your brain gets. Recognize the negative brain patterns that you can fall into and build positive habits to reinforce your control over yourself. And guys, explode into the abundance that's around us. You're in total control of where you want to go. Now go out there and keep building your good life. Till next time, guys. <laughs>